Fitzpatrick throws in the end zone. Touchdown, Miami! Bradshaw trying to get away. And his pass is broken up by Tatum. Tipped off! Scoop. I'm your host Zara Musini, and I'm joined today by Kareem Sanchez. Welcome, Kareem. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. All right. So today uh, has been a crazy day for a lot of football fans, and especially us Eagles fans, uh, with breaking news that um, quarterback Carson Wentz has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a third round pick and a second round pick for next year's draft which if Carson Wentz plays uh 75% of his snaps will change to a first round pick so um like going into this like Kareem like first off I have a lot of stuff to say but I would first want to hear like your opinion on this whole drama with this thing and it's finally coming to an end and him going to the Colts. So did you predict that he might come to the Colts? Like what was your thoughts going into this and what did you think Carson Wentz would do? Yeah, I, I did predict that. That was my, my first uh, prediction. I was like, my thoughts were the Colts, but then I started seeing rumors of other quarterbacks going to the Colts or Jacoby Brissett re-signing with the Colts or uh, Mr. Andrew Luck coming back from retirement, coming and signing with the, or not signing, but like just joining the Colts back. Um, So I really didn't know. So my second option was Chicago, but like, yeah, it, it really didn't surprise me. I mean, like me as, as just a football fan, I, I love to see it, not for the price that they gave up, because he, he was worth the first round, uh, like mid, late first rounder. But, like, I'm just glad to see how if he stays healthy and plays 75% of the snaps, then it turns into a first round. Because I, I do see that happening. Um. I do see that happening because he's behind one of the best O-lines. And, yeah, I'm just – I'm happy for the guy because he was ultimately unhappy with his, with his team. And, yeah, you just, you just love to see it as a, as, a normal, as a normal football fan. How about you, Zara? Yeah, um, I got to say, like, I was, as an Eagles fan, very passionate Eagles fan, I was – very sad and very disappointed about the fact that we got rid of Doug Peterson, brought in a quarterback, a coach, excuse me, a coach that worked with um, Frank Wright, Nick Sirianni. And in my mind, I thought that Carson Wentz will perhaps stay one more year with us just to fix everything that happened, just to this fractured relationship that we had with him I just wanted it to end as in like we keep Carson, but he stays with us and we fix the relationship and he's our quarterback. Um, when the tides turned, however, is when Jared golf got traded. 
um, that's when everybody was like, okay, if the Rams could trade golf, the Eagles could potentially look into trading Carson Wentz. So what happened is I was I was expecting this. Everyone was that he was sooner or later going to leave and most likely going to go to the Colts. Um, It's just it's it's so hard because as a fan of his very big fan of Eagles, first off, and very, very big fan of his. I put a lot of investing into Carson Wentz as my quarterback. I believe that he was the future. I believe that he would do great things. And the sad thing is, like, I still remember the draft and how he was picked and, like, what I said during the draft and, like, all the stuff that happened then. So so I was – it was truly a very sad moment for me today to realize that, like, oh, my God, he's actually leaving. Um, I still think that we should have gave him up for a bit more. I do believe that he's worth either one first-round pick or two first-round picks at least. But – you never know. Um, so, yeah, so that's the thing. Back to the fact that I've invested so much to him as a player. Um, six years he's been on with the Eagles. Six years is a very long time. He's basically gr- grown up here. Um, going, coming in as a 25-year-old, now he's 30-something years old. So, uh, so co- going in, so, um, yeah, so I defended him throughout all the downfalls that he's did. I've, I've, bought his stuff, his merchandise. Like he's one of my truly favorite players in the NFL. Like I had a dream that I was going to meet him and we're going to chat and I was going to watch him play live. But unfortunately the NFL is a business and stuff happened. And I'm really happy for him as a player because this relationship was not good and it wasn't going to end well for any of us if he stayed. Because he's very competitive and he wants to be the starting quarterback. And if he didn't get that recognition he deserved, he was un- unhappy with it. The only thing that I do hate about this whole situation is that a lot of fans, a lot of his fans, were making him to seem as a bad person or as a bad player, as a bad guy, excuse me, um, just because he was staying quiet. I never seen the NFL take a like a really good person, a really kind person, and like switch them into being this bad person. You know, this was the first time this happened, and it was truly like heartbreaking to see that Carson Wentz, for not even saying anything, was getting bashed for just staying quiet. And like, I'm just happy that he's getting a fresh start with a fresh with a quarter uh, the coach that he truly knows how to work with. And um, I, I do believe that he's going to bounce back next year. What about you? No, yeah, like you, like you said, it was just definitely not fair for him to stay there. Like, all of the fans who loved him just really turned their backs on him, and except you, of course. <laughs> but I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna mention. You mentioned it. Uh, isn't it crazy how like? Like, I believe it was 2016, no, 2015, 2016 draft. The first two overall quarterbacks who got selected now traded it in just 20 days. Like, it's just crazy. Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Like, that's just, that's, 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 that's for real. Yeah. And especially that, that year, 2016, like, first off, was probably one of the better, like, quarterback selections. Cause like it was back to back quarterbacks in the first round, 
and they were really good quarterbacks, you know, and that's, yeah, that's crazy because it's both first and second round pick. I mean, uh, both the first pick and the second pick in the first round have, they're no longer with their team that drafted them, which is, it's crazy because, because this year so far has been so many movement, so much movement going on in the, like this, this off season. And it's, it's like, it's fun to see what players will do with their new teams, you know? Yeah. And it, it, yeah. Like you, like you said, you love to see it and you love to, to watch as just like, not only am I a fan of like the Eagles, but I'm just a football fan flat, like point blank period. You know, you just like to just watch the game. If it's on, I watch it, you know? So just to see them. And especially the best thing is if you see them go to a different team and they thrive, that's, that's the, the better situation is when they go to a new team and they thrive. That's more fun to watch than if they go to a, a team and they're just less than as they were before, you know? Like, yeah, like Josh Rosen, who really was never given a shot. Me as a Cardinal fan, I really believe that he was, he was great talent, but with, you know, with the Cardinals, we had a new head coach, a defensive minded head coach. And um, yeah, we made some terrible moves and uh, he really only had Larry Fitzgerald, who was already up there in age. And yeah, like, but like, back back to the Carson Wentz uh, situation. Like, he's he's def- he definitely has a like a like a new home. Like, he has a good, uh, like like he like one of the best O lines. He has T Y Hilton. He still has a little bit left in the tank. He has Michael Pittman Jr. He has uh three of the best running backs so far. Like. As of right now, I think I think Marlon Mack might 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 leave to another team because of you know he's been banged up and uh, he might be a little more expensive if they to resign. So, but you got to think about their left tackle who just now retired. Like they have to address that situation. And so I don't know. It's gonna be a good one, Carson Wentz. How about JJ Watt? And his new yeah. Instagram story. He was in the facility. Yeah, the- so that's actually, yeah. So if you want to move into our segment, Killer Rumor, that was it. Um, so do you believe that this might happen with the Jets? Like, I was very, it was very unexpected. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be, a, it'd be an amazing fit, uh, you know, with new head coach Robert Sala. Like he's just he's an he's an amazing head coach, an amazing def- defensive mind, and yeah, JJ Watt would honestly be up there in sacks with with Robert Sala. If you look, he he um had developed an amazing already player, an already amazing player in Nick Bosa, and developed him to to be even bigger, to be even a bigger talent. And it's just it's just you love you love to see what. Robert Sala has done in the past two years with injuries and with, with just in the NFC West, like considered one of the, one of the best uh, divisions in the whole NFL. And it's just, it's just, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the head coach. He's a, he's, he's tough. Really. He's, he believes in discipline and just, I, I, I think that'd be a success, but I really hope he doesn't go there. As a Cardinals fan, 
if you looked at the DeAndre Hopkins post, he posted a Photoshop picture of both of them in a Cardinals jersey, and it's just, it just looked really, really, really pretty. And like, you know, like as a Cardinals fan, you'd love to see you'd love to see that. But I mean, honestly, whoever has the most, or not the most, but whoever has the money to afford them, well, like. Well, well, that well, well, yeah, definitely. Like that's that's like that's the the bigger chance of where he'll be signing. Like not very much contenders at this point, because if you look at the contenders, like the Saints, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, they're all below salary cap, and you just you, you obviously can't go there, and they have to they have to make some trades to get out of some contracts and like. So I really don't see him going to the Pittsburgh Steelers or anything. I'm like, but yeah, the Jets definitely can be one of the teams that go after him and one of the teams that he's interested in. And if he goes to the Jets, it'll it'll make it more interesting to what Deshaun Watson's choice will be. Yeah, and the thing is about Deshaun Watson, which my brother is a Broncos fan. And my sister is as well. Um, and he truly does believe that the Denver Broncos are going to get Deshaun Watson. And I was joking around like, hey, if you guys get Deshaun Watson, guess what? I'm a Broncos fan, JK. Um, <laughs> just kidding. But um, but yeah, but he, he does believe. And that's actually a really – they're saying that the, that the Broncos are the like most – likely of teams that that are going to bid for Sean Watson and get him as a quarterback and they're de- in desperate need of it because Drew Locke he's just he's just not it like you know like poor guy I feel bad for him sometimes you know because he because he likes to have fun and he likes to play the game he just doesn't I don't feel like he's fit for the NFL because of his young mentality do you get what I'm saying I mean, yeah, I uh, honestly, Drew Locke, I'm with you. I don't think he belongs in that in that system. And uh, I really, I also don't don't think unless they hire a new offensive coordinator, because Nick Fangio, I believe, hired Pat Shermer. I'm I'm not sure who he hired, but that that that, that offense. If you look at Jerry Judy, Carlin Sutton. Of well, they had Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon, the one-two punch, and uh, an above-average O-line, and like they they really weren't producing much, and like that's a team that can compete with Kansas City if they if they if the system is right, and like so what I'm saying here is if you have Jerry Judy, Portland Sutton, who was injured, so so they had KJ Hamler, so like if you have all those. Ex- explosive receivers, explosive offensive line, explosive running backs. You really need a clean system that could that could help that could include everyone because honestly like they were just they were just pretty big they were just pretty big in the short game passing passes and it's just that's not that's not gonna do you that well if you have a guy like Jerry Judy who's an amazing route runner who could use those double moves to trick his, his opponent and it's just it's just so honestly it for me it depends on who 
if they if they if they offer a new offensive coordinator to Deshaun Watson, then but like like I saw this I saw this report and I I, I agree with it. Deshaun Watson's not gonna not gonna want to be a part of shootouts. I really I really don't think like if you like you have Derek Carr, you're, you'll be reversing Derek Carr, uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Justin Herbert all twice in in a year. This just I don't think he's he's gonna. She's willing because if you look at their defense, they have a they have a good defense. But if you look at injuries, Shelby Harris is a free agent and he's expensive. Like their their defense is basically going downhill, in my opinion. So honestly, it's it's gonna be it's just I love football and it's just it's just gonna I can't I just can't wait to see where Deshaun Watson goes because like it's interesting because every team has. Their ups and downs, and it's just, yeah, like 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 JJ Watt tweeted. He said he said free agency is is crazy, and like it's it is. Yeah, and then the thing is, is because Deshaun Watson is that kind of a player. How much are you willing to give up to get him? You know, because I'm sure he doesn't want to. He wants to get paid first off. That's the thing. oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, because he believes and truly sees himself as that kind of a player. But second off, how much are each team that wants him as a quarterback, like like let's say the Broncos, how much are they willing to give up to acquire Deshaun Watson as their quarterback? Oh, and, yeah. I, and the question is, it's gonna be it's not gonna be a cheap trade. It's gonna no, be very pricey. No, You're gonna all. have to have a lot of persuasion in some way to get that quarterback that you want. Yeah. I feel like if they do, I feel like maybe or maybe not Vaughn Miller. Like, you know, what if they tr- decide to give up Vaughn Miller and v- Philip Lindsay just to acquire, yeah. you know, Deshaun Watson? And at the same and, time, and those if, multiple first rounds, you still have to think about those. So that's four, four, four important items of, of an organization that, that's just for one player. And it's just. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, are you willing to give up a lot just to get one player and risk um, risk messing up your team, you know? Because you need those key players to, to perform for you, you know, oh, as yeah. a quarterback. So is it is it going to jeopardize your, your team's season um, and cost you more money to rebuild those slots that are now empty? You got what I'm saying? Yeah, and Deshaun Watson got his bag like a year ago. He got his money already. And like so it's gonna be a similar situation to what Carson Wentz is going through. Like like the team is gonna give up, is gonna already have to give up a lot for him and still have to pay him a lot. So like cause the Texans, the Texans want a lot already, and like they they just want that contract out of there. So like that's just that's just gonna be honestly like like I I believe his worth is two first rounds and a first round caliber uh player like like Von Miller like uh Nick not Nick Job what's his name uh you you know the the right outside linebacker the on the side of on the side of uh what's his name let me let me but yeah like. 
like Justin Simmons, they might franchise tag him and, and send him to Houston. Like if, like if they want that to be possible, and it's just they they they're gonna have to give up a lot. It's just. Yeah, and like that's that's truly like they're gonna have to give up a lot of, um, just just to get acquire him, and yeah, back to the thing is the whole that monster contract that we had to lose, um, because of Carson Wentz. That's also the deal deal with the Texans is it's just a monster contract that they want to get out of their system, and who like that's the that's the thing like. Who it's so unpredictable of what's gonna happen with these players that want to leave, and it's it's just like this Carson Wentz situation is we thought it was gonna happen right away it didn't it took a really long time to develop, and just like that in the middle of nowhere you wake up one morning and it's the headline of the NFL is this person as is no longer with that team you know so that's that's yeah. the thing that free agency is so cool about is. You just see. It's amazing. It's really fun to watch. It's, yeah, it really truly is. Um, and like I said before, like, I just hope that, like, for all the players that do um, leave their teams, like, I hope the best for them. And I, and I hope that, that um, they're happy with their, with their new position is it's like, cause mm-hmm. like, it, it's hard for us fans to watch players leave, but it's also probably much harder for the players cause they've grown accustomed to that city. They've made that place their home, and now all of a sudden they have to pack up their bags and leave to a different place, you know. But that's also that's the yeah. that's the the business, you know. That's the business of football is you could never expect to stay in one place for too long, and that's like Tom Brady for God's sakes. Tom Brady was with the uh, Patriots for the entirety of his career. 16, 16 seasons, seasons of his career, won seven Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, no, sorry, excuse me, won mm-hmm. six Super Bowls with them. Appeared in nine Super Bowls with the New England Patriots. All of a sudden, he goes to Tampa Bay. And you saw what he did. First Everyone saw what he did with Tampa Bay this this season. Oh, so yeah. so you could never you could never get too comfortable. You get what I'm saying? And that was kind of problem yeah. that I did with with a lot of with Carson Wentz was I got so comfortable with him being so I literally made the scenario in my head that he's never gonna go and now that he's leaving it's kind of like a shocker to me in a way where I didn't I still had hope that he was gonna stay do you get what I'm saying yeah you got accustomed to yeah. Carson Wentz yeah and and that's just I feel like if we get accustomed to those players so easily they get accustomed to their to their environment, to the situation, to the players, to the team, to the to the city, and like like JJ Watt, he was such a big name of the of the Houston community, so much right. for them, and I'm pretty sure it pains him the fact that he's leaving now because he's made such a big name around the community. He was so active with the city and with like everything that it, it must have been truly hard for him to leave because he was so. Um, active, as in with Carson Wentz, uh, he had a uh, a food truck created um, with his church because he's very religious. He had a food truck yeah. created with his church called Thy Kingdom Crumb, and it's basically he would go around Philadelphia and he would feed like homeless people for free in that that food truck. So that's just um, I was actually kind of wondering today. I was like, what's going to happen with the food truck? You know, 
Is he yeah. ticket to Indianapolis? I, I think it'll still remain. I feel like he's, it would, yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, so and it's not only the fact that they have to move, but they have families, you know, and their families have to move along with them. And yeah. they can't get too comfortable in one spot because you never know what the NFL. Uh I so, go ahead. So remaining I'm sorry for cutting you off. I was just gonna ask you, I have something to ask you. Remaining in your division, do you think Daniel Jones's job is safe? Wow. For the, the Giants? I think so. You think so? The reason is, is the New York Giants, they're known for this. They're mm-hmm. a very loyal team to their Right. That's one. But. Wait, but what with Eli, with Eli Manning, they benched them and they traded OBJ. Yeah. Eli Manning was a was a different situation because he was getting to the end of his career. And the reason why they benched him is no team wants to continue to lose. Even as much as loyalty that they have, they don't want to see their team in the gutters every season. So them benching Eli was, I feel like the the best decision for, 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 um, what was it? Eli. Uh, the reason why I feel like Daniel Jones's job is safe is because they're so loyal to their quarterbacks and there's have there hasn't been any talk of Daniel Jones potentially losing his job, you know, as the head head starting yeah. quarterback for the for the Giants. Sorry, so yeah, I'm lost in thought a little. Um, but yeah, so I feel like I feel like the New York Giants will keep Daniel Jones. Um and possibly draft some weapons around him. And personally for me, I uh the Giants, they're slowly coming up with their defense. And yeah, I feel like right now is the time not to underestimate them as a team goes. Oh yeah. They were on the they yeah, they really turned their season around. Like the whole well, the whole basically the whole um all of the whole division turned around. Uh, but basically what I'm trying to do here is I don't know if you watched uh Colin Colin I think his name is Colin Cowherd or Colin the Herd basically is the the name of the show is The Herd and then he has a host uh, or a co-host and her name is her name is Joy and she asks um him questions. So that's that's basically what I'm trying to do here. So I asked you the Daniel Jones question and my next question was, do you think Dak Prescott is getting $40 million a year? No. Or deserves $40 million a year? Okay. Both of those answers, to me, are no. The reason is, I don't believe that Dak Prescott is going to get $40 million a year because that was an issue, and he was on the franchise tag, and it was just, like, toxic between both of the Cowboys and Dak. Does he deserve it? Again, no. Here's the reason. Dak Prescott, yes, besides this year where he he broke his ankle, I think, was it? Um, That uh, he missed a couple of – he missed the rest of the season. He hadn't missed any games before that. Okay, I get that. But the thing is, if you're going to be a quarterback, you got to be a consistent quarterback, Okay. You gotta somewhat make the playoffs every every year, or not. Even if you don't make it every year, 
you got to make it a few times, you know? Yeah. So so you got to show promise. And Dak Prescott has not shown any promise. Mm -hmm. The first, what was it? The first um, game, was it their their playoff game? They lost to the Rams. And they haven't been to the playoffs since, since then. Yeah. So, and they haven't won the division. I think they won it one year. Yeah, they haven't won, was, they haven't won one game in the playoffs for like twenty years now, I believe. Yeah, and then also, um, I don't know about you, but us uh, NFC East, the NFC East take their division really seriously. Like, if you're the divisional like champion, like you're like the best, you know. Yeah. I don't know why, but we see, uh, NFC East is very competitive when it comes to that. So they they barely feel like they've only won the last four years. They won the what is it the NFC champion not the NFC championship excuse me the they won the first seat in the NFC East like once maybe mm-hmm. the rest of the years uh, this year it wasn't it was the Redskins uh, excuse me the Washington Football Team yeah yeah and um uh and the rest of the years were us the Philadelphia Eagles uh, so so you gotta like the thing about Dak Prescott is he's a good player he's a good guy it's just does he deserve it no because he hasn't been consistent with everything there's games where he's con- like and especially this year when he was playing there was so many games where they would fall behind yeah like a bunch of points in the first half and yes Dak Prescott would come in the <clears> second <throat> half it, it was it was also said because they had like the, the 32nd or the 31st ranked defense and like you know like behind yeah. I think it was either them behind Seattle or Seattle behind them I I'm not I'm not so sure it was them behind Seattle yeah it was them behind Seattle but the thing is like um like towards the, these games these this season before he got injured he would the, the Cowboys would be so behind in the first half and Dak Prescott would come perform in the second half right. but it wasn't good enough so I, I I literally said I was like why didn't you perform the way you're performing the whole game right because if you perform the performing the whole game yeah, you would have by far won the game you know yeah Absolutely, for sure, won the game, and um, and I, in my opinion, I don't think Dak Prescott will will leave anytime soon. Um, but I still another don't, franchise tag, perhaps. Who knows? You know, like because he was on the franchise tag this year. Yeah. And Dak Prescott's another big story that we've yet to heard of uh, hear from. Um, it was really big the beginning of the season, and then it kind of died off when he got injured. Mm-hmm. So. There's that, uh, and and I'm not I'm not sure what's gonna happen with him. I still think the Cowboys are willing to put their bets on Dak and try to keep him for one more year or two more years, perhaps. And who knows what might happen after um, right. the future come? You know? Yeah. Well, staying on the NFC East, I had one more question. So basically, my, what I was trying to do was just have four questions for the four teams in the NFC East. And then perhaps next week we move on to another division, right? And then yeah, um, so my last question was, do you, do you see perhaps a quarterback change in um, in Washington? Or do you like see any competition with Tech? 
uh, Taylor Heineke, Alex Smith, and perhaps Cam Newton, or Taylor Heineke, uh, Alex Smith, and mm, perhaps uh, Sam Darnold. Do you see anything like that? Yeah. Um, in my, I feel like if the Washington football team doesn't pick a quarterback this year in the draft, they are most likely going to get, get Cam Newton. Cam Newton? Because of Ron yeah, Rivera. I, yeah, because of Ron Rivera. And I, I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's the best for Cam. Right. It's just, I feel like it, 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 Fits because of Ron Rivera is like the main reason why. But out of those quarterbacks, Alex Smith is really old and he doesn't stay like what is it healthy most of the time. So I feel like Cam Newton is most likely the like has the best like opportunity with Washington as it comes into this new season if they get if they don't draft a quarterback. But most likely, I feel. Go ahead. No, you you go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. But most likely they're going to pick a uh, quarterback in the draft, and if they don't, I feel like Cam Newton will be uh, the Washington's Washington's next QB. So who do you like in the draft for Washington as as far as quarterback? Oh my God! Um, like I, I don't know. Like because I read this mock oh. draft that. Um, that uh i forgot his name oh my god um Zach mac Wilson. jones Lance. yeah that mac jones might fall too oh mac jones so i was yeah. like really you know oh. <laughs> Go is, ahead. That, is that who you like mac jones i don't think so because mac jones i feel like mac jones is going to get picked high but if somehow washington gets mac jones that's a very, very good addition to their team because Mac Jones is a very, very good quarterback. So, you know, um, yeah, other than that, I, I'm not sure. I, I I don't know. You know? Um, honestly, I was thinking Zach Wilson out of BYU. Oh, I forgot about Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. He was he was compared to Kyler Murray, not not as electric, but same type of arm. Maybe even stronger arm. He's 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 intelligent. He's an intelligent quarterback, and honestly, he fit he'd fit with Ron Rivera. And like with with Ron Rivera does with his quarterbacks, he um as a defensive mind, he um Ron Rivera as a defensive mind, he really he really likes to sit with his quarterbacks like Belichick, like similar like how Belichick did with Brady. He uh. He goes over scenarios and schemes on how how to like perform with with certain coverages, cover four, cover two, cover three, man to man, and uh, like different. He shows them his blitz packages and what other teams' blitz packages. And so you see Zach Wilson being intel- as intelligent as he is. His footwork needs a little bit more help, but I I, I like I like Zach Wilson. I really do. And um, you guys, last question: Do you see? Do you see your your um your division performing like last year, or do you guys like bounce back? Do you think? Um, it's really hard to tell because, like, in my opinion, 
and people are going to probably bash me for this. I think the NFC East, besides last year's performance, is the most dominant division in the NFL. Why, and I believe why, is we're the only division where all four of our teams have won a Super Bowl. Okay, and I feel like our division has the most rivalry. And our division, like, on its own, has its own stories, has its own drama, has everything by itself. So I truly believe that the NFC East is the most dominant division because I don't think that a lot of other divisions, like, don't have that that certain hatred that a lot of the teams do for the NFC East. Like, um, it, and, it, and it's, it's very, what is it, like, across the country. Like, if you, um, like, I talked to Coach Upshur, uh the other day and because he's from uh I think he's from Philadelphia so he's from the east coast and he kind of told us like he told me like a lot of the Eagles fans and a lot of the New York Giants fans in the east coast are like rivals with each other like almost every Eagles fan you meet from the east coast that are from is from there they their biggest rival is the New York Giants you know and then I live in Arizona and there's a lot of Eagles fans here in AZ as well. And most of the Eagles fans that are here in the, in the West coast are, are uh, up in like Seattle and areas like that. Their biggest rival is, um, is te- uh, Dallas. And also the same thing with um, East coast. Some, you could find some fans that really truly hate Washington, you know, because they're, they're closer to those areas, but us here in the West coast, we have a tendency to hate, start hating a lot of the Cowboys fans here because there are just so many of them and we get so accustomed to the Cowboys and there's less New York Giants fans and less Washington yeah. here. So I feel like that that's um, that's plays in with our division is just not only is it, 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 it's, it changes from where you live and also how your perspective is. Um, and as, as an Eagles fan, I could say like I've never – in my life hated a team more than I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Like, I don't like them. I will never defend them through anything. Yes. Dak Prescott got injured. I felt bad for him and what's not, but he's a player, you know, it's, you know, it's like he, he didn't get picked to play for the Cowboys, but just the Cowboys and Jerry Jones and Jerry world and their whole facade and their whole, like, I remember it's just, it just gets me so mad. And it's it, it's like I'm like okay, you guys call yourselves America's team, but we're from Philadelphia. That's where America was founded. You know, like quit trying to play this card. You know, it's just it's just a thing that is constant with with a lot of the NFC East teams is that we just have so much hatred towards each other. But at the same time, it's what makes our teams so dominant. But last year, last year was a very very bad season for all teams round. Um, and I true, I do feel that uh, we, some of the teams might bounce back. As in, I feel like the Giants might bounce back and Washington. And you're going to be like, really, Zara? Like, your team. But I feel like right now my team is in a place where we are not going to be contenders for the playoffs next year. Reason is we have a new head coach. We have a new coaching staff. New players are entering our team. A new quarterback that we barely have seen, just barely scratched the surface of his talent. So I feel like my team is not going to be a contender this year. 
Um, and neither is the the Cowboys because the Cowboys need to fix a lot of their problems. And plus they have a quarterback issue too. So they need to fix that. But um, for my team, as far as it goes, I feel like we have a lot of rebuilding. And um, hopefully after next year, the year uh, 2022, we come back and we we do really good. Uh, I, mean, I, I definitely see that because honestly, in the, in the first – Three starts that you saw Jalen Hurts play, your new QB one. You saw already like mature, uh, mature quarterback playing. Like you, like honestly, like if a non-football fan like saw him play, like, like they think like, wow, he's, he's he knows what he's doing. He's been he's probably been in the league for like like a few years now, but like now it was his rookie year. So like honestly, I I really I really. If I were to predict, I predict you guys as an eight and eight at worst and nine and seven at best season. Like I really do. I, I, I think that the new head coach will possibly like help you guys just like Doug Peterson did. And um, yeah, I, I really do see some some good some good and within and within uh the Eagles. Um now that you guys don't have uh, the con the monsters contract that you guys gave to Carson Wentz, um, and uh, yeah, like you guys, you guys, if you guys could draft a receiver early round and everything, like you guys, you guys are headed big. But um, I lost my train of thought. So if you could help me, Zara. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you're you're good. Um, yeah, and the thing is, like, the reason, like, if even if we have a nine and seven season, out that over what we had this year, this year was just we were four one and ten. So I would definitely take a nine and seven season over that. Uh, what the record we had this year? Um, we were bottom of the division this year. It was not a pretty season. Um, and right now, as far as my team goes, I'm just looking forward into rebuilding it. I just want us to rebuild our team. I want us to get some good players on the offense and and possibly in a year or two uh, get get to the playoffs, you know, be a be a be a big name team again, you know, be a contender, have some fun, you know, just en- enjoy it. And as far as Nick Sirianni goes, he like I said before, and I've been saying this a lot about him. He's a puppet that we brought in. And. There's no gray area with him. He's either going to be really bad or really good as a head coach. And I don't feel like there's any in between as in he's going to be good one season, bad one season, this one season. I feel like he's either going to do terrible or do really good. And you will tr- and I feel like people shouldn't judge him off of his first season, you know? Cuz Doug Peterson when he came in, he didn't have the best first season and a lot of analytics were saying this was the worst coaching hire ever and his second season with Carson Wentz he comes in and wins a Super Bowl so uh with Carson Wentz and then with Nick Foles comes in wins the Super Bowl so so you could never ever really with Doug Peterson that's the thing about Doug Peterson he had some gray area Nick Sirianni we don't know you know so um I feel like if he does really good the beginning of 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 next year I feel like he's going to continue to do really good um if he does really bad hopefully and i hope not he does really bad later on and i'm praying that he doesn't but in my opinion 
the problem was not Doug Peterson and the problem was not Carson Wentz. The problem is our general manager, Howie Roseman. And I'm waiting for the day for him to get fired. I really want him to get fired. I don't like him. Most of the Eagles fan, actually most of them, all of them don't like him. Um, Carson Wentz, even reports were coming out saying that Carson Wentz was fine with our owner, was fine with the coach and the players. He was just not okay with Howie. And he wasn't picking up of any Howie's calls or any anything like that. So I feel like Howie Roseman is the true problem. And I feel like he has his claws in, in, in Jeffrey Lurie's back. And he's kind of manipulating Jeffrey Lurie um, to his advantage. Uh, but I hope, I hope Jeffrey Lurie wakes up and smells whatever the hell's going on and like tells like, Hey, like you're controlling me and you're manipulating me and I don't want you on my team anymore, you know, cause he's just bad for business, you know, that's it. Yeah. I'm with you. Honestly, like, like honestly, like bringing back Deshaun Jackson, like I get it. Like that's like, He's a, he's already a Philly legend, but like, like, like he really didn't produce very much, did he? He didn't do anything. Like yeah. the thing is, bringing back Deshaun Jackson was a hope of mine for a really long time because I truly did love him. He is Philadelphia royalty. But they brought him back a bit late, right? Yeah, they brought him back, and literally, he plays two one game, one game, one full game. And that was against Washington two years ago where he had the two big uh, monster 75-yarder and I think an 80-yard touchdown or 60-yard touchdown uh, deep throw from Carson. That that was all we saw that season. The season where where we went uh, to the playoffs against Seahawks and um, uh, Josh McCown had to came, come in. Yeah. yeah. After that, um against the Atlanta Falcons, Deshaun Jackson got injured while prepping, like while warming up and stuff. He hurt him. Yeah, he couldn't stay, he couldn't stay yeah. healthy. Huh? He got injured like prepping yeah. himself and stuff. And it was like a really major injury where he had to get surgery for it. Um so, something yeah. I hate about like what's going on in our organization is we have some really bad medical people. Like our staff, our medical staff is like kind of like terrible. So they right. cleared him for six, like, I think he was like gone for like two or three weeks. They cleared him and then he came in for like one snap and then he got out again for another oh, injury. My. And that caused him to get surgery and he was out for the rest of the season. So that was last two years ago. And then this year I was like, so excited. I was like, yes, Sean Jackson's coming back. Like, I'm so happy for him and yada, yada, yada. Comes in, has another big touchdown, and then goes back out of the game. And he's not coming back in. So getting Deshaun Jackson was a very big mistake, as in we paid him money and we got him, hoping that he is still the Deshaun Jackson. We remember the still the monster, the beast, the one that would explode. Yeah, the one, the one who would drop uh... – the ball at the one yard line, or <laughs> no, not not that Deshaun Jackson, the miracle at the New Meadowlands, Deshaun Jackson. You know, yeah, um, I we, yeah. I truly thought that it was going to be that Deshaun Jackson, but it wasn't. And not only that, but Alshon Jeffrey 
coming in this year, he didn't play whatsoever. He did like one snap, two snaps per game. And he was very like, usually when Alshon Jeffries in a game, you notice that Alshon Jeffries in a game. There were days when right. I was watching it and I was like, where's Alshon? And he's in the game, but I just don't notice him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I like, I really didn't like see him playing and he was just not helping. Um, but the thing is, like I said, there's hope still a little bit of hope left in my team. And I see some light at the end of the tunnel, which is with Jalen hurts um, and miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard, and a lot of our younger players that um, showed a lot of promise, you know, and are, and hopefully we fix up our defense. We fix up our O-line and uh, some of our receivers and uh, we bounce back and we have a good season again. And we're back to the top, 10 best teams in the NFL, the, the team that makes headlines for good reasons, you know, not the bad. So I, I we could wish we could bounce back and um, hopefully, hopefully we see some promise in the Philadelphia Eagles. I really do believe that like that the rebuild has already started and like I, I, you guys already have some young pieces that are phenomenal. And like, yeah, that that was that was that was a nice way to end this, really. Like, I think I think that's like that was amazing. Like how you basically like just worded that, and like I just I just I'm like fascinated with your with your with your thoughts on football. Like you're really intelligent. It's just awesome. Like I love doing this podcast. It's really cool. But like, I mean. I think the 30 minutes are yeah, up. So uh, and, I'm just going to uh, say some of my closing words. Thank you, everyone, mm-hmm. for joining and listening in. Uh, we'll see you guys in the end zone. Or, uh, always tune in every Sunday for our next episode. Thank you so much, Kareem, for joining me. We had an amazing discussion. We will mm-hmm. pick up this discussion t- uh, next week. Mm-hmm.